Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome to Forest Focus, a shorter video today on AFCON primarily with a little bit on John Joe Shelby after reports around his move to Turkey last night and today in the media. So uh, good to do something on AFCON to explain when our players could be back with six going away. Um, just before we get into that, as ever, a quick word to thank our sponsors, the Trent Navigation. If you look on their social media, um, I see they're giving away uh, or competition to give away some tickets to the Blackpool game and you can also watch that at the NAV if you don't get tickets. Uh, it's on Sunday, 2 o'clock kickoff Forestry Blackpool FA Cup third round and as we mentioned previously, stick around afterwards and you can watch Arsenal versus Liverpool on the big screen outside as the big tie of the round. Right, uh, AFCON, let's talk about that for a bit and then we'll talk about John Joe Shelby. Um, the tournament runs from January the 13th and it finishes on February the 11th in the Ivory Coast. Uh, so who are our players who are going? As you can see on the bit of a human centipede background there for Ivory Coast, it is uh, Ibrahim Sangare, Willy Bolly and Serge Aurier. And then for Nigeria, it's Ola Aina. And for Senegal, it is Moussa Niakate and Czech Koyate. So... How it works is the top two teams in each group go through and the six groups and the four best third ranked teams will go to the last 16 and then obviously it's quarterfinal, semi-final, third, fourth playoff and then final. So uh, Ivory Coast are in a group with Nigeria. So that is uh, Group A, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea and Guinea-Bissau. If I'm saying that right, sorry. And Senegal are with Cameroon, Guinea, and the Gambia. So you would expect they would uh, go through. They're among the favourites to to win the tournament. Ivory Coast as the home nation, and then Nigeria are one of the bigger teams um, with um, Aina and not Taiwo. He would have gone, but obviously his injury prevents him playing. Sorry, forgive me one sec. Um, but they've had some problems coming into the tournament, so results aren't great for them. But you would expect them to get through. And then um, Senegal are actually the bookies' favourites. And I think they're the defending champions with um, Niakate and Musa Niakate. So it does present some big challenges for Forrest, obviously, in defence with um, Willy Bolly, not necessarily a first choice, but Niakate certainly is alongside Murillo and Serge Aurier. And uh, as a backup, and Olain is one of our first choice players, and Sangare, who I imagine will be a first choice player once again um, over the longer term under Nuno. So the big question is, how many games will they miss? So they're going to miss the Brentford game, and obviously going to miss the FA Cup this weekend as well. Um, but in terms of Premier League, they're going to miss the Brentford game um, because it just clashes with the group stages. Uh, the second round starts on the twenty seventh of. Uh, January 
with um, the Group A second place team, so that could be Nigeria, facing third in Group C, uh, second in Group C, excuse me, which could be Senegal, but um, not necessarily. And then um, that runs through to the quarterfinals on the 2nd and 3rd of February. So potentially the players could be back for the Arsenal game if you go out in the group stage. But like I said, I think that's unlikely with our players. They all play for pretty elite clubs. So maybe Nigeria have a bit of a horror show based on recent form and we get Olorena back, but it seems unlikely. Um, so that's two games. The third game is Bournemouth away and that clashes with the quarterfinals. So if you get knocked out in the semi in the second round, we could have them back for Bournemouth. Um, the semi-finals are on 7th of February. So Forest v Newcastle is on the 10th. So um, that doesn't mean they'll be back because there's a third, fourth game on the 10th of February, quite annoyingly. And the final is on the 11th of February. And uh, then our next game is against West Ham on the 17th of February. So to round it all up, definitely miss Brentford. A very small chance of playing Arsenal on January the 30th if our players uh, are knocked out or any of them are knocked out in the group stages. If you lose the second round, potentially back for Bournemouth away on the 3rd of February. If you lose in the quarterfinals, then you might be back or you would be back for Newcastle on the 10th of February. If you make the semi-finals or better, then the return game is West Ham but you'd only have one week to get back into England, get back into training and get back into the team. So basically, uh, we could be without these players for four games um, if they go far in the tournament. At best, two probably. Um, I think there's another FA Cup tie in that period, but just focusing on Premier League, it could be four Premier League games plus two FA Cup matches. So obviously we'll have... Um, big impact and we'll put a focus on the squad particularly in defense interesting stay i see joe worrell now linked with leicester as well omar bamadeli linked with a low move away nino going to zenit st petersburg the player we were linked with uh it seems likely um i saw richard romano tweet that so it does put the biggest strain on the defense uh if we do sell worrell then you know scott mckenna could go as well so it's going to be interesting to see how we cope with that and if we move uh, in the transfer market to strengthen the defence. Maybe we do need an extra centre-half. Uh, Willie Bolly's out of contract. We discussed this last night on the Q&A with Greg and Mark. Willie Bolly and Felipe are out of contract at the end of um, the season, as is Aurier, as is Ola Aina. I think the club have got an option on Aina's contract, though, and it would probably make sense to retain him. But uh, I think we will see a big turnover in defence again this summer. And we see a big turnover in all the areas of the team. Most summers, um, are, you know, going back for quite a while, but I think that's definitely going to be the case this summer. So that should be the impact of Afcon. We could miss six players for four Premier League games, uh, at least one FA Cup tie as well. But there is a chance that they miss fewer, uh, maybe two matches. It all depends on how far their countries go. But they're all um, playing for pretty fancied teams, and I would expect that they certainly make it out of the group stages with um i think it's only you know the fourth place teams and two third place teams that go out so it is in their favor to at least make the second round and then um if they do make the quarterfinals then it would impact them further obviously but they could miss brentford arsenal bournemouth newcastle and then be back for west ham at home in mid-february 
hopefully that clears uh, a few things up. The other thing I want to talk about just briefly today is John Joe Shelby. Uh, obviously, he's gone, and I'm, not, I'm sure not too many fans were disappointed by that when he moved to Turkey right at the end of the transfer window. Uh, he went to uh, Rizespor. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, it was reported at the time that he had gone on loan, um, but then later, uh, or last night, um, it was reported in The Guardian that actually it was a permanent deal and um, Forrest had rescinded his contract. Um, it was because uh, that they, the Euro Premier League clubs are only allowed to loan out seven players, um, and obviously we've got a lot out on loan. There are exceptions for uh, homegrown talent and younger players going out on loan, so players like Dale Taylor wouldn't count towards that. But we obviously have, um, uh, well, it was going to be Shelby, but Emmanuel Dennis, uh, Panzo, Josh Bowler, players like that, all out on loan deals at the moment. Uh, so when it came to Shelby going, um, the club had to make it a permanent deal. Uh, I'll come to how they clarified that today or how it's reported in the media it's being clarified. The Guardian report, like I said, said he'd res they'd rescinded his contract and you can't just sack a player. So that would suggest uh, we well, can't sack a player without reason. Um, anyway, um, so it suggests they rescinded his, they said they rescinded his contract, which suggests they've had to pay him up or at least a percentage of his contract, um, which I think was two year, two and a half years when he signed. Um, so he's not going to go out of goodwill. And he signed for that initial transfer fee, which I think was around two and a half million at the time. So, yeah, it's going to basically going to cost Forrest a lot of money to um, have a player who was there for eight months, barely played, fell out with the manager uh, reportedly and didn't win over the fans at all. So, yeah, not the best deal there for Forrest. A colossal waste of money, basically. Right. How have they clarified it then today? The, it, it was tweeted by John Percy uh, from the Telegraph that it was an administrative error and also um, a report in the Post by Sarah Clapson, my old colleague, stating uh, that it was made a permanent deal to address an administrative error and no rules were broken. Uh, Sarah wrote, it came as a result of developments which arose after the official announcement. Uh, yet John Joe Shelby did sign a two and a half year deal. Sorry, a bit of padding there. So yeah, very expensive. Um, uh, came as a, as a result after the official announcement. Basically, Alex Mighton went on loan to Belgium and um, I think there was some confusion around the, the, the rules and uh, his age pushed it, uh, meaning that he was included in the seven players and um, Shelby would have been eighth, which he can't have. So he went as a permanent move. Uh, nothing to worry about in terms of rules being broken, it states. Um, but it's just, you know, it comes down to a signing that really didn't work out and it's cost the football club a lot of money, I would say, by the sound of it. So that's where we're at. No new developments with FFP and all the reports around that. Still have to wait until January the 14th to find out what's happening. Um, it's interesting following Forrest Twitter online today uh, about media agendas and stuff like that. I mean, just from my experience working in the media, there's no media agenda against the football club. I think if some fans seem to have the feeling that, okay, this is a positive report, I like it. This is a negative report, they must have an agenda against the club. I just don't think it works like that. It's a collective thing. If the club's under scrutiny, then the club's under scrutiny. It's not because 
Um, you know, someone's out to get them. People saying, you know, all oh, these FFP reports have come out at a funny time. Well, it's because the, the accounts now have to be filed in December. Uh, it's not previously it was March, but they've moved it forward so they can deal with any uh, infractions before the end of the season. Like we saw with Everton, it dragged out. They had their point deduction this season. The Premier League's trying to avoid that. So I don't think there's anything suspicious um, in and around the timing of these reports. Speaking very briefly to Kieran Maguire, he said, you know, there's been this rumour going around for a month that um, a Premier League club is in the spotlight. He doesn't know who it is. Uh, there's all the speculation that it's Forest because of all the signings. So we just don't know. We just have to wait and see uh, if anything happens. But I certainly don't think the Premier League are out to get Forest. I don't think the media's out to get Forest. You know, just because we've spent a few quid, it doesn't, I just don't think it means anything. The Premier League's going to look to throw the book at us uh, unduly. You know, Fulham came up and spent 100 million quid, but they had parachute payments and we didn't. So we did spend heavily. We did need to spend heavily um, because so many players are gone did we need to sign 30 odd players probably not um has it been a bit haphazard yes probably does it mean we've broken the rules we don't know i don't know uh people speculating have become accountants on twitter don't know we just have to wait and see um what the premier league uh are decide in conjunction with forest based on what's been reported we know forest have hired nick demarco or it's been reported forest have hired nick demarco a top sports uh, solicitor to represent them and fight their corner. So, yeah, it's a holding brief, but it's not the Premier League coming to get us because we're out to upset the status quo. No one went after Leicester when they won the Premier League, as much as, you know, I shouldn't mention Leicester City on here, but no one's going after Brighton for um, doing well. It's just we're under scrutiny uh, because we filed our accounts and we might be sailing close to the wind, but we just have to wait and see. So it's very much a case of a watching brief. There's always stuff to talk about with Forest. There'll be more transfer stuff to talk about. Joe Worrell seems like the latest person of interest of what happens there. And we've got the Blackpool game to look forward to as well uh, on Sunday in the FA Cup. So we'll preview that one in full and have a focus on that tomorrow at 10am with Temps and Mikey. Uh, we'll look at possible team selection and who we'd like to see play uh, and how we go about the game. A big opportunity to hopefully go start a cup run against uh, a League One team. So do join us for that. Uh, if you've enjoyed this video or found it informative, do us a favour and like and subscribe. It certainly helps. And as I always say, very much appreciate all the support that people have shown us. Uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for watching. Hopefully it was informative around the AFCON stuff and hopefully Forrest cope with it well. And we have some good results to talk about starting uh, after the FA Cup on Monday's podcast. But do join us tomorrow if you can. In the meantime, have a good day and we shall see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.